What is going on, high achievers, and welcome to another episode of the Consistency Wins Podcast. As usual, we're going to let you get right into the interview. Stay tuned on the back end of this episode. Landon and I will be discussing a little bit more of our thoughts. All right, we have Ashley Ann here, also known as King Ashley Ann. I mean, there is a long, long list of things that you do. Um, one of the highlights that definitely stuck out to me was that you've helped over 11,000 individuals monetize their social media community. How you doing? Thanks for coming on. I am doing fantastic, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's our pleasure, and I'm, I'm glad that we got connected. And this is actually the perfect segue because of the fact that I'm in a season right now where I'm really looking to grow my Instagram and my social media presence and building a personal brand. So we can use me as a case study today to really dive into some tips and tricks. But before we do that, why don't you tell us a little bit more about, you know, your life before what, you know, what led you to where you are today? (laughs) So, okay. It's going to be a very strange, (laughs) strange way that I ended up here. So my very first company is an event design and production company called Events by Ashley Ann. That's how I made my first Millie. That's how I learned I was good at social media. Um, monetization and all of that. I have a bachelor's in finance. I have a master's in business. You know, and you go to school and you do all that stuff they tell you to do. They teach you to be a mass marketer, right? Even right now, like the colleges and universities, they're like really behind when it comes to, you know, how you really market and connect with people. So I'm doing billboards and radio commercials and church fans and all this stuff they taught us to do. And it just was not working. I was not getting consistent clientele. So then I ended up making a few posts on Facebook and nothing major happened. I probably got, I don't know. I don't even know if 10 people liked it. But by the time I got the third one, I still didn't have 10 likes, but this lady slides into my DM and she goes, oh, I see you do events. Do you do birthdays? And um, I'm planning a birthday party. And I go, yeah, you know, I get all the information. What's the budget? She's like 28K. And this was like, "Mm, this is over 10 years ago. You know what I mean? So I'm like, girl, yeah. I'm like, I'm already at your venue. What's up? But that's what sparked for me that I really needed to look into, you know, really figuring out how to do more with social media than just keep up with my friends and posts because I was like, it didn't cost me anything, right? At least not fiscally. And um, even though it wasn't like a hugely popular post, it still got the job done. I picked up a client, right? And it let me know that people were watching what I was doing. Um, And so that's what kind of put me on that trajectory. I started taking all these courses and classes Um, at the back in the day. Ooh, this may be like 13, 14 years ago, because I've been doing this for a while. I've been doing events for 16 years. So I'll say it's probably like about 14 years ago. um, Everybody was really into building up email lists, right? And they had these humongous, ginormous email lists. And I was pretty discouraged because I was like, I'm going to be broke forever if this is how I have to make money online, because I don't have, you know, 200,000 people on a list. I don't, you know, at the time now I do, but back then, you know, I didn't. And so anyway, I was like, well, I'm just going to email the people that I have. And so long story long, I had a list, um, a little bit under 2000 people sent out an email, made 17, a little bell was 17,000, sent out another one, made about 35,000. So I said, okay, I don't know if this is just like a fluke. Let me get some of my friends. Cause I'm a data girl. I'm a numbers girl. So I got some of my friends. I said, Hey, I think I have a way that you can make money. I need everybody to follow my instructions. And so for four to six months, I literally helped them build their businesses. They tried it out. People making 12,000, 40,000, and it was all 
legal and we all had teeny tiny lists and I had figured out something that all of these big boys in my industry didn't know. I had figured out how to niche down, basically value bomb the crap out of people. And they call it content marketing now, but back in the day, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't a name for it, right? And I was like, and I know how to convert people and get them to actually come and support or patronize your business. Uh, so anyway, it still took me a minute though, before I actually transitioned over into the business, like on the social side. So um, my colleagues in the event industry, they would keep asking me to come and speak at seminars and stuff, came and did it. Um, and eventually this guy's there with his wife. His wife is an event planner. He's just, he's just a supporting husband. And he's like, well, I run a business and it's not an events, but this information you gave is really helpful. You should consider sharing it with other people. Right. Um, I was like, I was like, I didn't really think too much about it. Then like a few weeks later, I'm this chick that I had met at the chamber. She has this business manager. She's paying five stacks a month to him. And she and I get friendly. Eventually she's calling me every day, asking me for business advice. And finally I'm like, why do you keep calling me? You have a business manager. She says, everything you tell me works. Everything he tells me doesn't work. So I'm like, you're paying this dude $5,000 a month, but basically I'm consulting for you. I should be getting $5,000 a month. Right. right. Um, right. And then finally, like the third thing, one of my colleagues, and I'm still good friends with this guy to this day, he comes in and he's asking me about some moves he should be making in business. And he goes, well, you know, you're my unofficial business partner. And his girlfriend goes, no, he's serious. She's like, he doesn't do anything unless he talks to you first. So wow. that's when I was like, okay, I need to get into consulting because clearly a lot of people value, you know, my perspective and advice on business. And then it still took me like another three years after that to niche down and just focus on like social and digital. Um, because in my head, I just thought everybody could do it. But over time, I learned that a lot of people really struggle with the social media and the digital side of marketing and conversion. So that's my yeah. interesting way of how I got to be <laughs> one of the top strategists in the country. I appreciate you sharing. That's an amazing story. And and to your point, there's so much to unpack based on everything that we just talked about. But the fact that you understood the difference between shared traffic and own traffic, for example, like you're using other people's platforms to gain an audience, but you don't own that traffic, right? Once you get mm -hmm. them to your newsletter and on your email, now you own that. And now you can market a little bit better to those people. And as you said, you know, your conversion ratio went up significantly. Now, my question um, just before... Uh, we dive a little bit deeper into actually some tactical strategies is how were you able to get to a point where you delegated and took yourself out of the event planning business to get to a point where you can focus on this next project of yours? So this is, um, it depends on what type of events people are having. So corporate events are great because they just want a bar and a good sound system. <laughs> and they're like, okay, it's awesome. So I, I moved more away from social events and I love social events like birthdays and weddings and stuff are a lot of fun. Um, and they let me express myself create creatively and I'm really, really good at it. Won a bunch of awards and stuff. And I do insane events like people hanging out of the ceiling and champagne girls and, you know, just all kinds of crazy stuff like fancy fantasy crap. Um, but like all of that social stuff is not really, you know, it's not really as lucrative as the corporate. And when it came to social, it's very emotional. Like if you're getting married or if you're having like, I don't know, you're throwing a, a 
50th wedding anniversary for your parents. Like that's an emotional event. You know what I'm saying? And those girls that came to me, they wanted me specifically to plan. And I was like, even if I, even though I had other capable planners and designers on my team, they was like, no, nah. like I literally would have people change their date. So I was like, okay, we got to take me out. So I went the corporate route because the corporate clients, there's no emotional attachment for them. You know, they're just doing an installation or a marketing event or award ceremony or promotional party or whatever the crap is going on. They don't care. You know what I mean? Like who does it? So that helped me a lot by pivoting over to a different clientele. So it allowed my other planners and designers to be able to take on jobs. And then I continued to work my way up the scale to get to more luxury clientele. So on the event side now, Unless um, I really don't get out of bed for an event, unless you have like a budget of at least $150,000, I'm not doing it. So now I'm still able to get my creative fix on the event side and I only do maybe like, I don't know, maybe six or seven social events a year now. And then the whole event company is all run on corporate and educational events because they just, you know, there's no emotional attachment. They want the event done. They want the functionality right. Um, and they're going to cut you a check. So that's how I did it. I had to really kind of sit down and think about like, okay, what do you want in life? <laughs> and all this started with an email list, right? Yeah. Is that the idea behind that? <laughs> what is your take? So what is your what is your take on on email marketing today? Where it started when you when you first went into this venture versus where it's at now and the value of it? Uh, I got mixed emotions. So honestly, yeah. I'm going to say go for the text message first. Like I want your number. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right, right. Number. you know, I want to call right. you. I want to text you. We go together. Right. Um, and basically once I get your text, then I'm going to send you a link and be like, boom, you can get this free mini course or this free class. That's how I'm going to get your email. So what I do is I use my text messages to stay in communication with my audience, whether it's like live stream alerts or sending them like an affirmation that day or, you know, telling them I'm coming to their city or a coupon or something like that. And then I look, I will literally text them sometimes say, Hey, y'all go check your email. I sent you an hour long video that breaks down, you know, um, 10, 10 social media um, conversion methods to turn a follower into a buyer or something. So I use the emails for detail. And I think what's happening now, I think I know what's happening right now. People are just like, oh, get them on a newsletter, put them on the Like, no, nobody wants your newsletter. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I want people right. to make money. I want you to win. Nobody gives a flying fart about what's going on with your company. People care about what's happening with them. So right. instead of a newsletter, maybe turn it into like banknotes. You know what I'm saying? Where you're giving them helpful tips on how to make money. Maybe turn it into like a membership or a club. You know what I'm saying? Maybe turn it into like the ultimate mastermind. People like value. So if you can, if you can like literally you want to try and snatch their wigs off their heads. You want to take their edges, grow some more back on them. You need to value bomb the crap out of people. And at least once a week, send an email that's giving someone something that's going to serve them in some capacity. And then they don't care if you put an offer in there with it. You know what I mean? Because they want to open up your emails. And then the mm. second thing that people should be doing is resending to unopened emails. A lot of people don't do that. 
that's like one of the easiest way to increase your like revenue, like instantaneously. You literally can like 2X your income just by resending unopened emails. So like after a day or two goes by, change the subject line because whatever your first subject line was didn't work. They didn't open it. <laughs> so change the subject line. And if there's any info in the body of the email that needs to be updated, go and update that and send that sucker back out and make some more money. Right. But literally that's my take with emails. Unless you're, you have to be giving highly valuable information to make people want to be a part of your community mm -hmm. and stop telling people to subscribe or join your newsletter because they do not give a flying fart. I know people who literally have junk emails just so they can sign up and get free stuff and they're never going to open anything there. Right. And so it starts with a it starts with a text message that can evolve into a relationship yeah. where they would open your emails and they would engage with you. So I read something recently or I heard it so I think I heard it somewhere recently. I don't know how accurate the stat is, but I I can believe it just from from just living life in today's world is the average response rate of a text message is 3 minutes. The average res the average response rate on an email is 3 days. Yep. Crazy <laughs> is that, right? Yeah, but and it, and your bounce rate is way better on a text than an email too. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. It, so it's nuts. Go ahead. So, so you walked us through the bottom of your value ladder, right? Where where it starts. Now, do you mind walking us through the entire value ladder, where the offers start in terms of actual monetization, and how the marketing increases as people go up that ladder? Yeah, that's the good stuff. Okay, that's the exciting uh, stuff. That, like, that's I want to hear about the highest stuff. ticket. Where does that look like from a you know marketing standpoint? All that stuff. Yeah. So first of all, I teach all my clients about tier one funnels. They're going to save your life, especially if you're like shy, if you're introverted, if you get anxiety about sales. Like you need this. Okay. And number one out here in these social media streets, stop putting the website in your bio. What you need to do is just send people immediately to a tree. And if you want to put a link to the website in the tree, do that. But people need to get directly to whatever lead magnet or product or offer you're giving to them. But we're going to go with a tier one funnel. So in a tier one funnel, we have to create, I call it like the full product spectrum. Okay. So there's a free 99 and just because it's free doesn't mean it gets to be trash. It has to be really, really, really good because this is someone's first introduction to you, right? And we're trying to build up the no like, and trust factor with them as quickly as possible. Then you're going to have your tripwire product, which is your low cost offer. And we're going to be offering this immediately. I don't care what all the old gurus say. They're like, oh, you know, three or four emails in. Nope. We're doing it right on the confirmation page. Okay. And then you're going to need whatever like the core offer or the core product is. And then from there, if you want to build on like an upsell or some type of customization, that's how that works. So when we create our lead magnet, you're going to make an opt-in page, of course, right? So people are going to click the link in your bio. They're going to tap the button for, I don't know, I'm looking at an ink pen right now. So we're going to say, I'm going to give you, <laughs> I'm going to give you a free, free, free ink pens <laughs> or something like that. I'm going to give you a free pen. Click this link, right? And when they get there, they're going to put in their name and their email. And if they're getting a pen, probably an address, right? They're going to put in their info. And now you want to redirect them over to a confirmation page. And a lot of people just do like a regular thank you page, but that's not good enough. We need a confirmation page. And at the top, it needs to say, hey, your free ink pen is on the way and tell them, you know, to check for email from whatever your email address is. And now we want to put a little video on this page. Video needs to be somewhere in between 90 seconds, no longer than 
I would say no longer than five, but I really like to keep them under three minutes. And you're going to introduce yourself. You're going to say, hey, I'm such and such, and I'm really excited. You just got your free pen. Let me tell you some of the benefits of this pen, or let me tell you the best ways to use this pen, right? Now that you know how to use your pen, your next step in the process is going to be calligraphy. You know, I don't know, because maybe you got a calligraphy class or something. Your next step in the process is going to be calligraphy. And, you know, I figured out these 10 amazing techniques over the past seven years where you can just create the most astonishing calligraphy you've ever seen and really, you know, take it to the next level for your stationary clients, right? I've just made up a whole business right now. You take it to the next level for the stationary clients. And if you want this class, because you're now a part of my community, once you got that free pen, now now you're an official pinet. You're a pinet now. Now because you're a pinet girl, you get to get this calligraphy class for fifty percent off. All you gotta do is click that button below, and then there's a you put a big orange or a big green button underneath your video where they can click and they can see. Maybe the calligraphy class was normally forty nine ninety nine, you know, and they can get it for twenty four ninety nine or something today, right? But we make an offer right there on the spot, so it's very important and a huge headline at the top. Hey, your free thing is on the way, so people don't feel like they got scammed. But watch this video really quick, and then we're immediately starting the process of adding value to them, right? Right there in that video by giving them the benefits or how to use it. And we're introducing the next product, okay? Now, inside of your initial welcome email, you're going to send a welcome email. You're going to put the receipt in there. You're going to say, hey, you signed up. You saw me on Instagram or TikTok and you got your free pen. It's on the way. Um, if you like this initial pen, you're going to love our 20-point calligraphy set. And it has this, 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 and whatever inside of it. Here's a link where you can check out the details. You're going to soft sell them. You're going to give them the link. They can go see a video or whatever about the pen and they can go buy it. So there's our second offer. The first one came on the confirmation page. The second one came inside of the welcome email. And then you're going to tell them in that welcome email, by the way, I'm going to email you tomorrow with some more tips. Guess what? You're going to email them tomorrow. You're going to give them a bunch of value. And you're going to try and sell them that calligraphy pen set again, right? Like that's literally the process of how we get started. And then once someone purchases a product from you, you set your automation to follow up with them to say, hey, I know that you got this product. Are you using it? Are you having trouble with it? Are you enjoying it? If you got questions, click this link. You can talk to somebody on my team. So literally every step of the process, trying to be is helpful with the client, make sure that they're having a like an enjoyable customer experience. That's how you sell. That's how you win people over. That's how you create lifelong customers. And then at that point, I can sell you anything and you're going to buy it because you know it's good quality and and they're not going to leave me hanging. Yeah. That's that's been our theme the last couple of weeks just client experience, client experience. That gets yeah. you referred, right? That, yeah. that that even takes away the fact that you don't even have to market as much because now word of mouth is, is taking over at the same time. And Absolutely. ladies and gentlemen, I know when we're, when I'm talking to a master and we're, we're on the, we're on a call with a master marketer here. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm reading out of a Russell Brunson playbook right now, uh, which is awesome. Like who, who are some of your mentors in this space is like Dan Kennedy, Russell Brunson, are you, you know, you're, are you in the click funnel space? What does that look like? No. Uh, and I, I respect Russell. I respect click funnels. Um, it's a very powerful platform. It just doesn't work for me. So mm -hmm. like if we just going to keep it a buck, you know, we'll keep it funky. I'm a young black woman in a space that's dominated by men. And when I started this industry, it was older white men. There was no mm -hmm. one that looked like me. There was no one that understood my culture. They did not understand my community. They were not serving my niche. So a lot of the things I learned, I literally had to get out here and learn it 
through experience. And I've been very careful to not subscribe to other people's courses or programs because I never want to be in a position where somebody could sun me and be like, oh, I taught her or I built her. Nah, dog. Mm -hmm. Like, they didn't make me like this. They found me like this. So a lot of the things that I've learned, I've literally go to other people in other industries that are not even related to me. And I see what they're doing in their industries. I, I love mastermind groups. I'm here for like a good knowledge exchange. And it could be somebody that sells cars or something. And like, I, I will study, like I study Cadillac, I study Bentley, I study Rolls Royce, I study Lamborghini, I study how they market, I study, you know what I mean? Like the type of experience that they're creating for their customers. And I'm like, okay, how can I integrate that? How can I put that in my industry? Then um, one of my mentors, the guy none of you guys will ever know, his name is Anthony. He works at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. He used to work for Bank of America. Uh, he was the number two commercial lender in the country. And, and our state came and like pretty much headhunted them and brought them in to help develop minority businesses for our state. One of the biggest assets, this man has taught me so much about business and finance and when I need to scale and all those sorts of types of things. Um, my daddy was served in the Army uh, lifer. And then once he left the Army, he retired and he worked for um, the Wounded Warriors Project to help other warriors come back. Well, in the process of that, he also was a recruiter. My daddy was the number one recruiter in the country. So I learned so much about sales, rapport, connections with people, right? And then I would take like, what is he doing in person, face to face? How can I do that, right? To touch someone digitally so that they're having as close to a similar experience. Like if you run up on any of my kingdom members, they will tell you that they're like, no, nah, we go together. I love Ashley Ann. I slap somebody in the face for her. Like that's my boo. Like we're connected, connected because I like work. So like I work diligently on trying to stay in touch with my community. And, you know, there's a, there's a, I talk to people a lot about language, you know, nobody ever really talks about that. You have to talk to your community in the language that they use. And I'm not talking about like English, you know, French, Mandarin, like what's the vernacular, what's the slang, what's the terminology. So I've been very blessed that I can take high level marketing jargon and concepts and turn around and put that into regular terms. My audience can understand and they know how to do it. Like when I explain the process of a funnel, I don't use the marketing jargon. I say, this is how I'm going to teach you guys what a funnel. When you hear this mm -hmm. word, it means this. And I actually take them through the process like we're dating. Like, OK, you finna figure out where you're going to kick it tonight. You know what I mean? YouTube is the family outing. TikTok is, you know, um, an ex party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the gram yeah. is a kickback at somebody's house right now. We got to find our outfit. That's your content, you know, to catch somebody's attention. Now, once you, you know, you looking good, you looking cute, you're trying to catch, you know, his eye, her eye, you know, you're going to something about a bar so they can ask you for what they number. All right. This is how we're going to build our list. What, what can I incentivize you with? Like I take people through processes like that so they can get it. And so I would really encourage anybody that's listening Stop trying to be somebody else, like be yourself and talk to your people and talk to them in plain language that they can understand. That will get you so far and it will get you in so many rooms. And what it will do is create, create a rapport that's unbreakable, you know, with your audience to the fact they would love your dirty stinking draws. You could sell, you could <laughs> sell them, you could sell them farts and they would buy it because 
they love you. And they're like, well, if, if she's selling me a fart, this this must be a life changing fart. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. literally like that's what it's about. And so for me, like a lot of it, I'm, I've always been, I'm very gifted with understanding people. I've always been really gifted at communication. And so literally my whole thing, um, cause just by nature, I'm a helper. So I just want to help as many people as I can. So that that's always been the key, like help, help, help. I literally get up every day. How can I help? somebody get to where they would like to go. That's amazing. And you're doing it the right way. You know, there, there are a lot of people in this space that are really good at marketing and they'll do it just for the short-term money and not actually connect with their audience. You can tell, you know, just by the way you're talking and also by your engagement on Instagram, because I see a lot of people that have a million followers and they have, they're, they're hiding how many likes they get because of the fact that they're, they're, yeah. they're, buying, they're buying their followers, <laughs> right? You have the engagement that actually matches up with the amount of followers that you have which shows that you're actually taking the time to build trust and rapport with the, you know, with your audience. And that, that leads me into the question of, you know, what is your, you, you have all these things and you, you wear all these hats. What does your day-to-day look like? Are you writing your own copy? Are you, you know, building out the funnels yourself? How are you delegating? Where's your expertise best spent? Yeah. So when I first started, I was doing everything myself before we got a team. Um, and I'll be honest, I really tried my best to outsource. I'm talking about like spent over like four about 470 something thousand dollars is like sickening trying to outsource to other companies and stuff over the years. And it just was not working. So what I ended up doing was just going internally. And I said, I would rather take people that don't know anything about this, but they have a willingness to learn. They have good dispositions and good attitudes. And I'm going to teach them how to do things the way we want it done. So now I have a team of 17 people. Um, and so we have a lot of clients, of course, they want us to like run like their ads and do their marketing and posting cycles and stuff like that for them. So we have that service and I have a group. Um, I have one lady, she's like the, I guess we would call her like the, the customer care representative for lack of better words, her account manager. So she does the communication between the customer and the team. So the customers don't get overwhelmed talking to six or seven different people. Um, then I have three girls that I've trained how to do ads and they're like beasts in these streets so they can take on all of that. I though still run my own ads. So like for our big conferences and lunches and stuff, I actually still get in there and do all that crap myself. Um, when it comes to funnels, I have another four girls and two guys. They build all of my clients funnels. I have two copywriters on the team now. And so they can write everybody's stuff. Um, sometimes if I'm starting on a new project, I have my team like start the page and then I kind of come in and fine tune it or tweak it um, or whatnot that we have going on. Um, so all that's working in the background for me. And then I personally still handle all of the, my consulting clients. So my high end consulting clients, they're all paying me in between 150 and $250,000 a year. And we're in there building their businesses. I'm helping them, uh, with, I do audits. We help them build their funnels. I help them with product, uh, creation and selection, uh, connecting with the right people for JVs. We get them hooked up with the right accountants and financial people, right? Because once you start making like a million dollars, the rules change a lot for you on what's going on with your money. Um, We do help them like with maybe like the persona cultivating like the niche. Sometimes people come to me because they work with another company and the other company bought a bunch of followers for them. And so now everything is like, trash. You know what I'm saying? They can't even run like an ad because the the base data, right? The metadata to run your ad on is 
effed up <laughs> because it came from a bunch of bots, right? All that kind of stuff. So we do a variety of things for those clients. So my day, I get up in the morning, I pray, I meditate. Um, if I got time to go for a hike, I get one of those in because I just, I'm country and I like being outside. Come back home, water my plant babies, take a shower. I refuse to talk to anybody before 10 a.m. because it's my morning time is piddling. Um, then I'm normally in my inbox. I try and respond to about 200 DMs um, first thing in the morning. Um, Cause again, I enjoy being connected with my audience. So I try my best to respond to the DMs. Um, if I have any interviews or calls, I take those. Then I get into the emails. Then normally between one and three is when I try and return calls or catch up with people, site visits, any of those sorts of types of things. Uh, then I normally will fit. Um, I have a class. Normally there's always some private class. So we're doing like sales training right now. So I do training with my students from like three to five. Um, if I have an insight session at night for Instacoin, I hit that from five to seven. And then normally at least three times a week, you'll see me pop on like TikTok and Instagram. And I'm about to start YouTube live and again, but you'll see me pop on there and I will teach. And so right now I'm teaching Facebook ads. And so I get on and I will teach everything from like why the ads aren't working, how to map, where you're supposed to put your pixels, what the conversions mean. Now let's go, you know, create what the ad campaign is going to look like. Let's go install the pixels on your pages. You know, this is what you do if it's not working. Like literally in the series, we cover like everything. So that's kind of that. Um, and then at the end of the day, when I get done, uh, I catch up with my fiance. We may have like dinner or something together, or we'll go work out. If I didn't get a hike that morning, I go that evening. Um, and then if I'm getting deliveries and stuff, I'm literally on the phone sometimes with my suppliers overseas in between like one and 3 a.m. Wow. Wow. So the the name of this podcast is the Consistency Wins Podcast. You are the archetype of who we love having on, right? Entrepreneurs, high-level performers. Two things I'd like to to ask you ask of you as we close up here is is one: what advice do you have for young entrepreneurs, young business owners, uh, young people in the professional world? And then two: what does consistency mean to you? So those two pieces, if you could hit those. First thing for a young entrepreneur. Um, there's a great value in mentorship and in community and mastermind. Um, and I know we live in a weird space where like every day there's some random guru that pops up. Do your research, you know, do your research and find a good home to get into. And literally those of us that are legitimate, we have receipts, we have testimonials. We're happy to show you, you know what I'm saying? The inner workings. If you get somebody and they're like, you know, freaking out or getting super defensive, don't give them your money. You know what I mean? And hang out with us on our free stuff. Listen to the podcast, come to the live streams, get the lead magnets and make sure that there's some type of value that's there and it's legitimate and not illegal. Like they're not telling you to do something that's going to get you thrown in the pen. Um, That was, that would be that. And then get a routine for yourself. Like time blocking and day blocking is your friend. It's not sexy, but it's sustainable. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, if you're trying to create wealth for yourself, if you're trying to create time freedom for yourself, you got to, you got to create some type of sustainability. So like maybe like Mondays is the day that you do administrative stuff. And Tuesdays is the days that you take calls with new clients. And Wednesdays, you know, are your days that you create your content or something. It's like I said, it's not sexy, but a lot of us that are really successful, 
we're we're pretty methodical. <laughs> we're pretty right. methodical creatures. Um, and I would also say, you know, make sure that you have some people around you that are positive because you can get all the skills. You know, doing doing the task isn't hard. It's really like the mental is that is what will block you. So you have other people around you that are motivating you by their hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like your friends or your other colleagues, when y'all talk to each other, y'all should be talking about what you're working on. You know what I'm saying? Not talking about what somebody wore, what somebody did. Y'all should be talking about what goals you're trying to accomplish. And you guys, it should be mutually beneficial. You should be able to add value to them and they should be able to add value to you. That that would probably be my biggest advice is just trying to keep yourself in a good mental space and be super consistent. Now, which leads to the second one. Yeah. Uh, consistency and accountability are superpowers. I'll tell people that any day of the week, consistency will win the race. Consistency will outperform talent. Consistency will outperform someone's network. Consistency is your key. Consistency is cash. Whatever it is, if you want to you wanna build an audience, you want customers, you show up for them consistently every day and they will show up for you with their wallets. They like straight up, you know, straight up and down will. If you want to learn a new skill set, you consistently study it, practice it, you know, immerse yourself in it. It's anything in life that you want personally or professionally, being consistent is going to be your superpower and you will be the last man or the last woman standing and you will have everything that you want. Most people tap out. If they don't get a result in like 30 days, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, I, I, I quit. And we live in a, like I said, a really strange time right now in the social media world because everyone makes it seems like your success is overnight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like people look at my Instagram account and say I have a million followers, but yeah, like it took me years to do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have the story that I built a million followers in, in a year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't do it. It took me years to get a million followers on Instagram. Um, on my TikTok, I, I, if I, I post four times a day and it's paying off, you know, I've grown about 60,000 followers in about four months. But if I take a day off and I'm like, oh, I'm only going to post once a day. Oh, I'll see the next day in my engagement trash for like two or three days to build it back up. So literally whatever it is that you're doing, you need to commit to yourself. I'm going to do this every day or every three days or whatever it takes so I can get it done. And don't overwhelm yourself. Like at the top of the week, just pick three big goals you want to accomplish that week. And you will get way more done than everyone around you. Um, I see a lot of people just kind of giving themselves anxiety because they're trying to be consistent in 20 different areas. Don't do that. Just pick three and say, this is my focus and this is what I'm doing. And once you knock that down, then add another one. So beautifully said. And we say it all the time. It's like consistency wins. What that means is like this daunting year-long task and this year-long goal that you want to accomplish. How can we reverse engineer it down to the micro to where you just have to do one thing today? right? Mm -hmm. What things do I have to do today that I know will get me to where I want to be? It's a process and a system built with consistency and discipline that'll get you to where you want to be. It's going to hit goals in perpetuity. You don't even have to worry about the goals because you're just so disciplined and consistent. It's so, uh, so well said. And I appreciate you sharing that. And and telling everybody that because it's the truth, you know, like 
I, I talked to this girl the other day and she was like, yeah, you know, I, I tried to, you know, my sales, you know, one week at this, the next week at that and blah, 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 blah. And I went and pulled out like one of my calendars from like 2019 with the sales mm-hmm. goals in it. And I showed her, I'm like, yeah, this week I passed the goal. This next week, I didn't even make half of the goal. The next week over here, like I was two thirds of a way. Then at the end of the month, the last week, I blew past it. Like overall, I averaged out to what it needed to be. And I'm like, and if I would have quit back then, I never would have had a million dollar day. I never would have had a multi-million dollar company. Like you can't quit. You know what I mean? Like people like consistency is powerful and you have to keep going. And every your efforts, you're always going to win in your efforts. You may not always get the outcome that you want, but if you're consistent in those efforts, like you said, eventually it's going to pay off. It just, you align with it. It has to happen. There's, there's no other option. Literally, it's logic, math, and science. Your emotions no longer take take part in this because you're building so much momentum. You have this process. And so you're no longer attached to the outcome because you know the process works. And if it mm-hmm. needs refining, that's where you seek mentorship, right? It's, it's just really that simple. That's the recipe. And so th- thank you for shining a light. And we're, you know, we're, we're seeing it. You guys are seeing it on a massive level right now. You know, the, the work that you're putting in is just bearing so much fruit. And everyone wants that shortcut to everything, but really there is no shortcut. Everyone's like, what's the secret to success? Like work works. Work. Doing the work yeah. actually works. Right? It was, <laughs> how, how crazy is that? It's like you did the things that you said you were going to do that you said would work and you produce results. How nuts yeah. is that? And right? you got to do the stuff other people don't want to do. You know, you got to understand you're going to be in seasons, you know, like in my early twenties, when a lot of my friends are out like clubbing and kicking it all day and all night. I was working, you know, I was building an event empire and like people have events on the weekend. So whenever I was clubbing, I was working, but it paid off because I'm still young. I'm in my thirties now and I live a life that people dream about living. You know what I'm saying? I drive whatever I want to drive. I go wherever I want to go. I go, I travel all over the world. You know, I have like these amazing clients. Like it's, I don't have to worry about anything financially. I'm able to like retire my parents. You know what I'm saying? I employ other people in my community. It's, insane. I wake up every day and I'm like, my life is effing lit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so you got, like you said, the work works and you just got to be disciplined and consistent enough to do it and understand that even if you don't see like a, a fiscal payout that day, that doesn't mean that money wasn't made. You know what I mean? Like it, it's no. coming. If you made a good connection, you don't know where it's going to lead to or what it's going to bring you back. And I think people, if they don't see, like they don't get that immediate gratification, like in our generation, we're like, oh, it doesn't work. You know, no, it's working. Just like you said, the work works. Keep at it. That's amazing. How can our listeners follow your journey? What's the best way to connect with you? Throw it all out there. Well, the best ways we can connect you, follow you, check you out across the board. What, what should we, what should we do? Yeah, I'm at King Ashley Ann on all social media platforms. I spend most of my time on the gram, TikTok, and YouTube. Um, if you on Facebook, somebody will answer you, but just a book. There's somebody on my team. It's not me. I haven't been on my Facebook page in like years. <laughs> Outside of getting on there to stream. Same here. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, if you tweet me, somebody will tweet you back, but it's my team. It's not right. it's not me. Uh, but I'm yep. at King Ashley Ann everywhere. So if you want to talk to me, pull up on me on like the gram. <laughs> That's the best way. Um, and then what I've been doing, because y'all know it's a lot of crazy misinformation out there. So um what I've been doing is on Sundays, at least once a month, I've been doing a free training. Normally I charge like $2,500 for this workshop, but it is, I'm going to give it for free. And so uh, if you go to plan with Ashley Ann, 
com, And I'll give you all the link for the show notes and stuff, but you can go over, you can sign up. Now I'm going to warn y'all, this is a very intense training. This is not BS fluff. Like we're going to be there like three to five hours and I'm going to break down what it really takes to make money online, your systems, um, cash flow businesses for people that don't have a product, but they want to start a business, how they can make money too. Um, so we go through like curation accounts and all, all that stuff. Nobody really tells you like, what it re- what it really takes and what you really need to do and how to get through the system if you want to make money in these streets. So you can come totally for free. I'm trying to, this is how late night business started. This is how I got popular, like out here just trying to combat false information, right? So I still teach people for free to this day. People are like, what the crap? I'm like, nope, somebody got to do it. <laughs> so pull up, go over there. Um, and if you are in Houston, Texas or near Houston, Texas, uh, my conference Accelerate 180 is September 1st through the 4th. It's lit. It's fire. Most amazing business conference you will ever come to. Um, And I actually, we get people funded on the spot. I bring my funders, investors, bankers. They're looking for small business owners, traditional businesses. They even do high risk businesses like real estate and transportation and stuff like that too. Um, But they understand the value in sewing into other smaller businesses um so come get funded come learn about retirement learn about marketing you know insurance business development and sunday is the full personal development day so it's all like time management relationship stuff all that good stuff i love it i love it consistency is cash with ashley and baby gotta love it (laughs) love it thank you so much ashley appreciate your time thank y'all so much god bless